Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sing Nothing is Impossible when we put our trust in God. And so as we are singing the song together, I want you to sing with faith. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust Inspiration service. I can't hear you. Nothing is impossible when you trust in in your life, but for the next two minutes, I want you to begin to pray that everything is possible. Lift your hands and just pray. Whatever has seemed impossible in your life, whatever has seemed impossible in your life, call it to me, call it to me. You can name it and say it is possible. It is possible. You can name it and say it is possible. It is possible. If it's anointing, say anointing. It is possible. It is possible. If it is marriage, say marriage is possible. Marriage is possible. If it's beloved, say beloved. It is possible. It is possible. If it's breakthrough, say breakthrough. It is possible. Breakthrough is possible. If it's education, say education is possible. If it's graduating, say graduating is possible. If it's ministry, say ministry is possible. If it's my center, Say, my center is possible. Everything is possible. With God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Rande kebala mashanda kabe, ibando kabe laba, labras kabande kete, leba baba makabe, mikando labrose kata, raba baba. It is possible, Laba, Laba, 
situation, Lord, that has seemed impossible in our lives, we declare that it is possible with you. 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 In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, that with you all things are possible. This morning we pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, speak to us and let us know that the things that we have been praying about, they are possible and they will come to pass. We give you the glory and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. And let everyone say amen. Amen. Shout a better amen. Amen. Clap your hands and you may be seated. chairs. I don't like the empty chairs. And I don't like the sound too. Pastor, I say Pastor, Charles, improve the sound. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, today we've been talking about prayer. Is that not the case? And last week, Bishop Dennis preached powerfully on prayer. Were you blessed last week? Wonderful. Today I want to talk about how to pray in the night. How to pray when? In the night. Amen. How to pray in the night. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 26 from verse 34. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night, say this night, this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. A lot of things happen in the night. Amen? Especially bad things. Arm robbers operate in the night. People always do bad things in the night. Amen? And so God wants us to know that we also have something to do in the night. Hallelujah. We cannot be neutral about the night. Amen. As Peter said unto him, though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus unto them unto a place called Gethsemane and said, 
unto the disciples, sit here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Amen. Tarry here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible. You know, with God, all things are possible. We just sang that. Is that the case? That all things are possible with God. Hallelujah. Let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. Now, we should know that Jesus coming to the earth, he knew why he was coming. Is that not the case? He knew why he was coming. He has told his disciples a couple of times how he was going to be betrayed, how he was going to be killed, etc., etc. But then, when the time came, he still had to pray to the Father. Amen. And somebody said to me, yeah, I was visiting somebody yesterday, and he said last week, he was not in church, but he was listening on um, Facebook or YouTube. And he said, Bishop Dennis said, even if when you receive a prophecy, you have to pray. Amen? See, the person listening on the uh, social media, that's what he, he learned it. He said that it was a very powerful message. That when you receive a prophecy, hmm, it wouldn't just come to pass like that. But you have to pray about it. Amen? And you could see Jesus Christ knew. I mean, there's been prophesied what was going to happen to him and etc., etc. Yet, he had to pray. Amen? That look, if it is possible, let this thing, you know, go some other way. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. So he was still praying about something that had been prophesied. Amen? Many of us, we sleep on our prophecies. And the Bible is littered with prophecies. The Bible is littered with promises from God. Hallelujah. It's littered with, literally littered with prophecies, with, with declarations. But many of us don't pray these things into being. And when we are praying, we don't pray the scriptures. When Jesus Christ was tempted in the wilderness by Satan, he prayed the scriptures. He spoke back the scriptures. Amen? So without praying, you know, you, you, you cannot just pray hollow prayers. Are you with me? You have to pray prayers that are meaningful. It is those prayers that the scriptures have declared, those are the things that God is under obligation to respond to. Are you with me? Yes. God is under obligation to respond to that. For instance, I have not seen the scripture, I have not seen, maybe you have seen it, that every man will marry or every woman will marry. You know, so for instance, if beloved is not coming, you know, I, I don't know, it's not in the scriptures. Amen. <laughs> but there are some things that are in the scriptures. Hallelujah. That is very important to pray God's word. Amen. I'm not saying you're not married. The way you're looking at me, looking sad. You will marry in the name of Jesus. I said you will marry in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 39. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed. Sin. So he kept on praying. He kept on praying. Everything by prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, my father, if it be possible, he was praying the same prayer, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, 
not as I will, but as thou will. Amen. And he cometh unto the disciples and found them asleep. And said unto Peter, What? Could ye not watch with me one hour? That gives us an indication that Jesus Christ was praying for one hour. Amen? Goes to pray for at least one hour, then he comes back, prays for one hour, and he said, Ah, so you guys, you couldn't watch. So as a Christian, at least, as for one hour there, you should be able to pray. Are you with me? I thought you would have said amen. You are praying from, for one hour from today. He said, oh, if it's just possible, let this car pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou. So you see, Jesus Christ, who knew the will of the Father, who knew why he had come? Even he, he was praying for the things that he knew about. Are you with me? And so this just to buttress the fact that, look, when you receive a prophecy, when you read the Bible, okay, and God speaks to you through his word, you have to pray those things into being. Amen? Don't just allow them to go, but pray them into being. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. And I want us to read from verse 12. I said how to pray in the night. Amen. It says, and it came to pass in those days. Hmm? That he went into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Hallelujah. It came to pass in those days that it went, he went into a mountain to pray. So number one, a place like a mountain is a secluded place. Eh? It's not everybody who will come to the mountain. Hallelujah. It's not everybody who will come to the mountain. Only a few people can climb a mountain. Lazy ones cannot come. So when you are praying in the mountain, you have to pray in places that lazy people cannot come to disturb you. For instance, if you leave Accra and go to Mampong to go and pray in the garden, lazy people cannot come and disturb you. There are lazy people who walk around visiting people by heart. You know, and they have nothing good to say when they come. They only come to gossip. So I'm saying when you go, leave your home and go to but to pray, lazy people will not come because they will not take her to come there. So Jesus Christ went to the mountain to pray. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says that what? He continued all night in prayer. Amen. He continued all night in prayer. I believe that as Christians, we should be able to also pray all night. In fact, as a pastor, you should be able to pray one all night per week. Pastor, shall I say amen? amen? A pastor should pray one what? One all night per week. So you have to choose a day where you pray. In addition to all your prayers, don't say that I am putting all that prayers into that night. So when I finish that all night, then I finish for the week. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Don't be silly. That's what I'm saying. Your normal prayers every morning, maybe you pray one hour, it is great. But I'm saying that from today, if you are a pastor, add one all night per week. Amen? You choose the night that you pray. Hallelujah. You will not die. You pray away home, wherever you go, where, where any lazy person cannot come. Hallelujah. So as I'm preaching, I'm establishing things, so 
that every pastor should pray what? One all night per week. You have to choose your own day that you pray. It's not per month, per week. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, <laughs> every shepherd should pray one all night per two weeks. Look, our lives, you, when I finish this, um, what I'm reading from Luke chapter 6, you will see how it's going to help you. Hallelujah. Can I see behind those who are shepherds? Today you have ceased to be a shepherd. <laughs> Lift your hand, those who are shepherds. So every shepherd should pray one all night, fortnightly. Amen? Now every member should pray one all night per month. Can I see behind those who are members? I said, I want to see behind those who are members. Oh, Jam, are you not a member? <laughs> Hallelujah. One all night, the Bible says that we should be imitators of Christ. Isn't that the case? Eh? We should be what? Imitators. We must imitate. You see, we are not, most of us are not getting the desired results in our lives. Eh? The Bible says God has made us kings and priests. But you are not living like a king. You are not living like a priest. A king has many things at his disposal. Are you understand what I'm saying? He has resources at his disposal. A king, most kings don't lack. I don't know about African kings, but most kings don't lack. They have land. No, African kings, they don't, they, don't, they don't lack. They have land. They have things. Isn't the case? Eh? They hardly lack. And so you can also live a life lack free amen you cannot reap if you have no sown he said he has made us kings and priests so you have to enter into what makes one a king and a priest hallelujah so i'm saying that every member should pray one all night how often how often a month and I'm telling you, you will not die. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me continue to read the scripture. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. Of them he chose twelve. Now, Jesus Christ was coming to take a very major decision. Amen. So he had to pray all night. He had to pray all night. To take this major decision, he was coming to select his disciples. The people who he was going to leave this great commission to. He was going to select them. The person who was going to deny him, because without selecting the appropriate person who would deny him, the scripture would not be fulfilled. Amen? So even adding Judas to the whole thing was a spiritual thing that he has to pray all night. If he had missed Judas... If you had missed Judas, don't have, don't have been betrayer. We'll still be in our sins. Are you with me? And we take major decisions, we don't pray. Somebody comes to tell you, I love you. Then you are gossiping with your friend. Instead of praying about it, instead of having an all night. You have not had an all night 
and you open your mouth and you say, yes, I, I, also, I also like you. You are joking. I say, you are joking. That's how come our relationships, our decisions, and things that we do, they don't work. Because you have not prayed all night. Jesus Christ was coming to take a major decision. He had to pray all night. All night. Before he took the decision. And you are not praying. You are just there taking decisions. From today, you will take decisions after you have prayed all night. I say you will take decisions after you have prayed all night. When I finished university, was it? Yes. Or something like that. I wanted to do something. So from Monday to Friday, every day, I'll leave my house and walk to Kanishi Market, take car to Dansoma, and walk to the beach and go and pray. For two years, I was praying. <laughs> yes, when it says, neither kings and priests, it doesn't come by sleeping. It doesn't come by eating. Are you with me? Eh? So does it come by sleeping? Does it come by eating? It comes by prayers. It is God who has made those promises, those commitments. And I was saying the other day that if somebody promises you that after you finish school, come, I will place you in a job. And then you finish school and you are walking around, not contacting the person. Are you not fooling yourself? Eh? The person said what? After you finish school, come. Come and see me. I will place you in a job. In a good job. A well-paid job. And they are walking around writing applications to uh, PWD and so many other places. Without going to see the person. You are doing yourself. So it is God who has promised you things. Who should you talk to? It's God. Hallelujah. I said it is God who you should talk to. Amen? It's God who you should talk to. At times people make promises and maybe you go and say, oh, I mean, come next week. Or, you know, but you keep on because it's a person who has made a promise. So it's not just one all night and then you're taking decisions. Jesus Christ was taking a major decision. He had to pray all night. Hallelujah. Then the Bible lists the people that he chose. Then he said from there, and he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon. We came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. Now, for us to experience a certain multitude in the church, we have to implement the Jesus Christ formula. Praying all night. As I have given. Because look at the results of his praying all night. Number one, he was able to select the people that God wanted him to choose. The people that he was going to commit what he came to do. Imagine that the people that he came to, he didn't select the right people. Hmm? Like by now, you and I, I don't know what will happen to us. I don't know what will happen to us. But the people that he selected, it is through them that today the gospel is everywhere. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And I'm saying that after that, the Bible said the great multitudes, they were following him. Number one, they came to hear him. People have to come to church to come and want to hear the word. Amen? Not just coming to church, but just coming and wanting to 
having an appetite to hear the word. When somebody has an appetite to hear the word, it's different from somebody who doesn't have an appetite. Amen? And that comes by all night prayers. Because Jesus prayed all night. And those results were seen. Multitudes. The Bible said they came to hear him. Not only hear him, but also to be healed. So as we pray, as we embark on all night prayers, multitudes will come into the church and as they come, they will come with an expectation. They will come that they are coming to hear God's word. Not just hearing God's word, but they also come that they are coming to be healed. Because that is what happened in the life of Jesus. Are you with me? I said, are you with me? Amen. Now, praying the night was a very, very important thing to Jesus. And it must be also very important to you. Yeah. Something that is important to Jesus must be important to you. You know, Jesus Christ was with the Father. And he was seeing how things were going. He was seeing how Father was hearing prayers. How Father was answering prayers. And some prayers that Father was not hearing at all. Some prayers that Father was not answering. So when he came on the earth, Jesus Christ knew what happens in heaven. He knew what, give, what draws God's attention. And that is what he came to do on this earth. To show us an example for us also to follow. Not to do, not to do what we like, but to follow the example that he's come to show us. Hallelujah. Now let me give you three reasons why you have to pray all night. Today I'm going to tell you many things. This is the first one. Or this is the second one. I've told you already many, many things already. Is that not the case? Eh? The fact that you need to pray all night. Hmm? Amen? Now, number one, night prayers are uninterrupted prayers. On what? Uninterrupted prayers. Can't you see when you start praying that day, then a phone calls begin to come? And you, you can't put off your phone. It is, it's a disease that has come into this world now. It's an evil disease. Am I saying something that is not true? All things are possible. <laughs> Can I see by those who cannot put off? It's difficult to put off your phone because you are expecting a call. Especially in the WhatsApp. At times, you even take your phone and check if you have missed a call. Why? <laughs> Look, it will surprise you. It will surprise you that you can put your phone off for like half, like from morning to 12. And you take it and there's no, nothing important has come. You'll be surprised. Nothing important has come. For you to always be holding it and checking if there's a missed call. And even the WhatsApp that has come, it's not important. It's your old school associate who have posted MPP's uh, superdelegates results, which has not has got nothing, no benefit to you. Are, are, you, are you with me? But it's so difficult to put your phone down and say, I am praying. It's so difficult to leave it in your room somewhere and be somewhere. You see, the point is that the Bible says Jesus Christ went to the wilderness. In the wilderness, in the mountain, there is no reception there. There is no reception. 
Yeah, there is no reception. So there is no interruption at all. It's only that work at night. If somebody calls you at one o'clock, oh yeah, before. Amen. So night prayers, there is no interruption. Are you hear what I'm saying? And I'm saying that as a pastor, one week in the month, you should have uninterrupted prayers. As a shepherd, fortnightly, you should have uninterrupted prayers. As a Christian, a serious Christian, eh, you should have one uninterrupted prayers in a month. But there is also another part. Non-serious Christians, that why you have watch night, 31st December. That is your prayer. That is... <laughs> That is watch night. One in a year. <laughs> if you're not one by one o'clock, you are, you are going home. <laughs> See, I'm not a non-serious Christian. Hallelujah. So most people sleep at night, so it's a very, very good time to pray. Amen. In fact, when you pray at night, eh, you pray at night, maybe get into morning because maybe you may go to work choose a day that you may not go to work the following day or something just take some one hour nap and you'll be okay you will not die in the daytime you will not die at all all. amen but one thing that will happen is that you will feel good you will feel spiritual you'll be very active amen because of the possibility of feeling sleepy your eyes will be you always make effort to open your eyes and to be alert are you with me? So what is your schedule? <laughs> eh? I can't hear you. Yes, so once, is it once a year or? Fortnightly. You are a shepherd. I'm just trying to see people know their schedules. I'm not just preaching into the air. I'm preaching to human beings. And it's prophetic. Amen? And it's prophetic. Thank you. So, you know, I'm coming to you. So, what is your schedule? Once a month. Not one, once a year. Once a month. So, you're a member, a serious Christian. That's all. Amen. It's very important to, in order to see the things that Jesus Christ saw, we take major decisions. We don't pray. And when things go bad, then we complain. Who are you complaining to? You should complain to Satan. Because you didn't talk to God about it. Number two. Night prayers are long prayers. Jesus Christ prayed three hours. One hour he came back, one hour he came back. He prayed for three hours. Three hours is not bad. But the night prayers will be at least... Five hours or seven, between five and seven hours, depending on when you start. You start at 10 to 5, that's seven hours. But minimum should be like five hours. Are you with me? If you, if you do seven hours, one for each day of the month, of, of, of the week. So you are praying already. So each day is having a, 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 a what, do you call, what do you call that thing? The offering thing that we take. Booster. It's a boosted prayer. Amen. Many prayers during the day have 
to be short because the day is busy. There are busy things. Don't you have any things to do? If people who are not working hard, they have things to do. <laughs> busy bodies. You have lost your job, but you have a lot of things to do in the day, and you are very busy. You can't pray. But night prayers to be long prayers. Hallelujah. From today, you'll be praying at night. As if from today, you'll be praying at night. Amen. And you see, we've been taught many things to do when we are praying. Praying, listening to message. Okay? Praying, walking. You need to have your prayer path. Those of you who don't attend flow, you don't know what the prayer path is. A prayer path is a path that you walk on when you are praying. Amen? You are saying to me that my room is small. Your room is small, go outside. Amen? Choose a prayer path and be praying. It is very difficult to pray and be, uh, I mean, to be walking and sleeping. That one could be something, something else, some other disease. Are you understand what I'm saying? If you are praying, you begin to feel sleepy, increase the volume of, the, of, of, of your music or the volume. You can be, no matter, I like praying with both message and music. The message is closer to me on my uh, Bluetooth pre- uh, player and then the music is far away on another Bluetooth player. So the whole atmosphere is filled with many things. Are you understanding? Eh? See, so the battle of the warrior is one with what, what confused noise. Hmm? Yes. There has to be a confused noise. So when Satan sends somebody to come around, he doesn't know what is happening. He doesn't know whether there's music you are listening to or message or you are, he doesn't know what you are doing. So there's music, there's message, there's, and then you are also holding a book and reading. Yes. Oh, I combine all and I'll be praying. Once a while, then I put the book down and I get up and I begin to walk. Amen. In order to pray long prayers, you need to have a strategy to do it. So it's not something that is not impossible. It is possible because with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Number three, night prayers deal with powers of darkness. Night prayers that deal with what? Powers. Look, demons are also very intelligent and strategic. While men slept, that is when evil takes place. Or while women slept. <laughs> According to Reverend Duke. <laughs> Amen. So night prayers they deal with evil spirits, demons. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse five. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep. Amen? As do others. But let us watch and be sober. Now, I want somebody to give me the word watch in the Strong's. Let us therefore watch and be sober. Or I should take my own Strong's. So you can take it from the second, first Thessalonians chapter 
5, verse 5. Let us watch. What does it mean to watch? Because he's saying, don't sleep, but watch. Remember, you're not the, you're not the watchman that you're checking if things are coming. But he said, watch. So that watch means something. Yes. Look, let me take my own message. Uh, to watch. Uh-huh. Yes. It says, to keep awake. To keep awake. To be vigilant. To be vigilant. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says that we should not sleep, eh? but we should be what? Vigilant. Yes. Yes. To give strict attention to. To give what? Strict attention to. To give strict attention to. It says, be cautious. Be cautious. It says, active. Active. Then the last one says, to take heed lest through remission and indolence some destructive calamity suddenly overtake one. To take heed eh, lest through remission and indolence somewhat destructive calamity some destructive calamity suddenly overtake one. Suddenly it's overtaking you. So when you don't take heed eh, that's what read to watch again the last one. The last one, he says, to take heed. To take heed. Lest. Lest. It means that if you don't take heed, if you don't watch, there is something evil that can happen. Mm. Through remission. Through remission. Just say, why relaxing? Why, why withdraw? And indolence. And indolence. Someone should check the meaning of indolence for us. Maxwell, give us the meaning of indolence. Some destructive calamity. Not just a calamity, but a destructive calamity. Mm. So do you see what happens when we don't watch and pray when we sleep? Mm. Because Jesus Christ, as he was about to face the, 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 the cross, no, eh? he had to pray. Mm. He had to pray. Because part of God's will was for him to die and for him to rise on the third day. So when he was praying for God's will to be done, it wasn't just a dying. It was the dying plus the re- resurrection. So something bad could have happened. Because the number one people, they have caught him already. They have caught him already. They were going to kill him. But then what happens after he's dead? He had to rise. That was in the father's will. So he had to pray so that that will also come to pass. So assuming that he didn't pray and he died and he didn't resurrect. It should have been a disaster. Should have been a disaster. Some destructive what? Some destructive calamity mm. suddenly overtake one. Suddenly. Indolence. Avoidance of activity. Avoidance of activity. When you are watching in the night, eh, there has to be activity. Okay. Amen? It's an else through indolence yes. and remission, some yes. destructive calamity may come upon you. Mm. So avoidance of activity or exertion, laziness. So when you are praying, all night prayer cannot be what is the word? Cannot be what? Cannot go together with laziness. You see, night is meant for sleeping. And sleeping positions are inclined positions. 
Are you with me? So you cannot combine those positions with an all-night prayer. No. You have to be active. Amen? <laughs> if you have to slap yourself at times, hey, come on, wake, then you are going. It will be good for you. And even with all night, set your alarm every 30 minutes. Because you may, you, you may, what do you call it in tree? Tombo or something? Eh? Tonko. <laughs> you may tonko, so you have to set your alarm every 30 minutes. In case there's a tonko in, at least a lamb can wake you up. Because that night, you see, if you stay in the night and you don't pray, by the morning you'll be worse off. Because you'll be dozing and you wake up, you doze, you wake up, you doze, you wake up. By the morning you, re- you have not rested. But when you pray, even for the five hours, and you just sleep one hour, then you get up and go to work. You, as you are walking, you, are, you know that you have prayed. You know that you, to, you have prayed. I mean, you, you, you feel, you, it, it, it's, it's a spiritual pride. <laughs> Hallelujah. You feel that the spirit is with you. Is that the case? Yeah. Bishop was saying the other day, he was preaching on the, um, I forgot the topic. He was saying, look, Judas who came to kiss Jesus, he was kissing him to tell the people that this is the man that you have to catch. So look, the man that you have come to kiss, he has prayed, oh. He has prayed all night. And you are coming to kiss him. You are coming to betray him. You see, when you pray all night, eh, your boss who has been touching you in the office, he will stop. You are not saying amen. Or there are no bosses here. And then you, <laughs> if you are a boss and you have been touching people in the office, you also stop. I'm telling you, you pray all night. The thing is worrying you. And you know that if you resist too strongly, you may lose your job. Pray all night and go to work. I tell you, you feel like electricity. So you feel like what? Electricity. I saw a crocodile trying to bite, take a bite of a electric fish. What do you call those fishes? Kill, yes. Come on, the crocodile died. He took a bite. <laughs> Electrified the crocodile. He died immediately. Yes. When you pray, you become electrified. You see, when you say building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, it is not macho and building, no. It's a spiritual building. It's spiritual electrification. I'm telling you. Somebody who before used to touch you, touch you. Kai. I said what? Kai. Touches you, you see that something will pass through the hand. I'm telling you. You shouldn't be joking with prayers. Many of us are suffering because we don't pray. That's right. That's right. You're looking at my face. Oh yes, I'm preaching. So you have to watch and be sober. He said, for they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith, love, and on helmets, the hope of salvation. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Amen. 
Now, most evils thrive in the night. Evils, they thrive in the night. Now, when you have a chance, read the chapter 7 of this, of, of this book. Most evils thrive in the night. Now, several times, the Bible has linked evils with animals. Are you with me? Has done what? Has linked evils with animals. For instance, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8. What does it say? Put the, what does it say? 1 Peter 5, 8. It says what? Be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary. Eh? Your adversary is referring to an, a, a, a human being. So the person that you are seeing eh, may be your enemy, but then there is something way behind it. Your adversary, put the scripture back. The devil. Your adversary, the devil. You know, when scripture describes these things, it's trying to bring your mind to what actually happens. Because the Bible says, nature teaches us. So, see, your adversary, the devil, roaring, as a, uh, what, roaring lion, what kept about seeking whom he may devour. Now, when you study lions, lions enjoy buffalo and antelopes, especially buffalo because they are very big. Yeah. A buffalo is like a tickle, very big. Even some can be bigger than tickle. Do you know tickle? Hmm. <laughs> now, a, buff, a, a lion would not just run into a head of buffalo to take one. He dares not. In the same way, that's the Bible says we should not neglect the assembling of ourselves together. When you are somebody, when you attend church, you are always in the assemble, assembly. Even when you are not in church and you are praying at home, you are still in the assembly. Because you are listening to a message, you are listening to music. You are reading, you are praying, you are still, it's like a church atmosphere. The only time that a lion will be able to succeed taking one buffalo is when the buffalo is separated. Especially the buffalo that is sick, separated. As they are going, they cannot match the pace. It becomes a target. Are you with me? A buffalo that is old, it cannot run like the others. It becomes separated. A buffalo that maybe has a young one giving birth. Those of you, when you give birth, you sit in the house for four months before you come. Satan is looking for you. You've been going to anti, uh, postnatal. Is that what it is? You're going to postnatal where sick people are. But then you can't come to church where there are no sick people. Where there's the spirit of the living God. But say when you give birth, they have to wait for four months. Maybe you have been going to postnatal where there are sick people. I, isn't that a place that the child can be affected? Or you want the child to get immunity, that's why you are going to a sick place. So it, it, it doesn't make sense. And I'm saying that the devil is talking about Satan, how he, he behaves. He walks around like a hungry lion, seeking. He's always looking for somebody to devour. And lions don't hunt in the daytime. Hunt at night. I see you going to a safari. Amen. When you go to a safari, you see the lions. Night, they go and hunt. Then the daytime, they just sleep. So it's likely Satan also sleeps at night, at daytime. <laughs> but it says like a lion 
seeking whom he may devour. And I'm saying lions don't hunt during the day. They hunt at night. I remember I went for a safari in Zimbabwe. In the morning, 4 a.m., you go to, with, with, the, with the game warden with his gun to go and look for lions. It is the most scary thing that I've done in my life. You're asking why. The same thing Bishop asked me. He said, why would you do such a thing? <laughs> the most scary thing, I tell you. Maybe you see their paws, so keep on following. Around four, they've gone to eat, and they are going back to go and sleep, go and lie down. So you're following. Your heart is in your is, is, is right in your head. Are you with me? So Satan also thrives at night. That's why you don't have to sleep. For he's like a hungry lion, seeking whom he may devour. So demons are spiritual lions, number one. Again, demons are spiritual dogs. The same thing, if you see the wild dogs, they also hunt at night. And they all have the strategy they use. A lion roars. When he roars, he puts fear in you. And that's what Satan does. He puts fear in you. So you are not able to do anything. You become immobilized. You can't do anything. You can't take any decision. You can't move forward. You can't move backwards. Because you are afraid. Maybe you have failed once before. So you need to pray at night to deal with fear. Amen? You have to confront fear. You have to speak to Satan. Jesus Christ spoke to him. It is written. Get behind me. See, when it comes to Satan and things, it could present itself as a human being, like Peter presented himself, and just said, get behind me, Satan. Like Satan himself presented himself in the wilderness. Jesus Christ said, get behind me, for it is written. So you have to confront Satan. Amen? You are too busy in the daytime. In the night. My sister, what is your shadow? What, which, which, every day, you are a pastor. <laughs> one hour, hey, I'm talking about all night, not one hour. What is your shadow? Once a week, twice, once fortnightly, or once a year? Are you a member or a shepherd? Remember, so once a month, you have to pray all night. Do your shadow and bring it to me. Let me see. <laughs> hallelujah. I say hallelujah. You know, in Philippians 3, verse 2, the Bible says that beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Beware of dogs. You know, one thing that wild dogs do, they follow the antelope. They follow them. You know, they have capacity. They have capacity. They are long distance runners. 5,000 cross country runners. So they follow the antelope. Just follow. You see, a number of them, this one has passed here, this one has passed. They are just following, 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 following. What, what are they trying to do? To wear out the antelope. So when they say beware of dogs, it means that beware of things that wear you down. Beware of things that wear you down. They will follow out so the answer becomes tired. Then you see now they increase their speed. Increase their speed. Then they just get the antelope. 
That Philip is standing there and then they are eating. He's not there though. They begin to eat before he even dies. They want f- fresh blood. Yes, live chopping. So you have to spend all night to pray against things that are trying to wear you down. That's what Satan does. To wear down the saints. Yeah. To wear down the saints. Are you with me? Yeah. He said, beware of what? Dogs. Beware of things that wear you down. You don't have time in the daytime to pray to deal with these things. You have to confront them at night. Amen? I say amen. Daniel 7, 25. And I'm closing. Daniel 7, 25. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is it any he shall speak great words against the most high? Listen very carefully. Now he said, Beware of dogs. There are a lot of dogs in the system. There are a lot of dogs on social media. Saying things to wear us down. Nobody said I should call him Dogo. I said there are a lot of dogs. No one. Put back Daniel chapter 7. He said, and he shall speak what? Great words against the most high. So when the saints have even written a message from the Bible, dogs speak against it. We've had dogs in the Kodesh in the past. You see, up to now, there are people in the church who are still unstable. Because they've got activities of dogs wearing down the saints. Confusing the saints. You will not be confused in the name of Jesus. I don't know why you are not saying amen. Because you are confused already. I said, you will not be confused in the name of Jesus. In case you have seen something on social media, you have come to the church to see what is the church like. The church is moving forward. And I'm preaching about praying in the night. Put the scripture back. And he shall speak great words against the Most High. And shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Things that try to wear the saints out. Speak things, you hear things now, you become confused when you come to church. You don't know whether you are coming to church or what you are where you are going to because of dogs who are spoken into the air to wear down the saints. You need to pray. Are you with me? You need to pray at night to deal with dogs. Even the dogs in your area, quarters, bottom. They are very active at night. <laughs> Is that the case? I don't know why they call them quarters, but um, <laughs> they are very active at night. Put the scripture back. And shall wear the saints of the most high. And think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of times. 
So anything that wears down the sins, people say things and they wear down the sins. They confuse the sheep. You know? The Lord gave me a vision. Now I saw prophets. And I saw people like planning to attack. And the next thing I saw the church I said, strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. I came to say to you that dogs have been exposed. You don't joke around with said things. You pray all night. Are you with me? Yeah. The next demons are spiritual frogs. <laughs> spiritual what? Frogs. Even Revelation chapter 22 verse 15 said, outside the city are the dogs. Talking about people going to heaven, but outside that are dogs. So people who do certain things, don't add yourself to them. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. Revelation chapter 16 verse 13. Revelation 16. I'm telling you that there are things that you have to deal with at night. Don't take them for, don't take them for granted. Are you with me? Yeah. You have finished school for five years. You are not getting a job. And when it gets to the evening, you are looking for food to eat to sleep. You are looking for food to eat, to sleep. <laughs> when by the grace of God you don't have money to buy food, you won't fast and pray. But rather looking for food to eat, to sleep. Five years, you finish university, you graduate. You graduate, yes. Temporarily, you may be doing Uber, but that is not what you went to university to learn. B.A. Uber. I've not seen some. Or B.A.C. Uber. Or be a yango. Yes, temporarily you do it. It's fine. It's, it's, I've done, I was a taxi driver when I was studying in the UK. You didn't know? Yes. I was a cab driver. I was working with Sky, Sky Cars. My number was Sky 16. <laughs> in Mitcham. <laughs> what have you been through? I said, my number was what? If you call me that day. <laughs> Sky 16. I had my radio. Sky 16, where are you? Sky 16, I'm available. Sky 16, pick somebody from 25 Gorringe Road. Over. And I'm going. <laughs> you do it temporarily. But nobody went to school to learn to be a cop. But I'm saying you finished school for five years. And when it gets to the evening, you are looking for food to eat to sleep. You should be praying. Because it's not normal. Are you with me? Don't say there are no jobs in the country. Don't say that. Don't say that. I said, look, we are not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. Don't add yourself to Unemployment, unemployed graduates of Ghana. Amen? Amen. Revelation 16, verse 13. 
I'm finishing very soon. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Frogs, I mean, would you be happy in a living room without frogs in your house? Discomfort. It signifies things that bring discomfort. Are you with me? I remember one day I was went to a safari in Zimbabwe. They said it was this same safari. When we entered the room, we were packing our things. Then ah, I saw a head of a reptile. <laughs> we thought it was snake. So everybody went back. <laughs> so we tried to get something. When we moved it, it was a frog. A Is that what they call them? Hallelujah. Next are demons are spiritual beds. That's why in God, I don't know whether other tribes have it. They have some owls, we call them yellow flow. Do you also have some in Chi? It's only a crowd we have them. Eh? What do you call it? Look, when we are kids, when an owl comes, they will kill it. We will kill it before. We will kill it and, and, and burn it. Hey, these days they say conservation. In those days, in the night, you see, they make noise. And then, hey, my mother begins to speak in tongues. I'm telling you. <laughs> My mother will begin to speak in tongues just now. Spiritual birds. You see, you are there, and then things are. Look, there was a woman this bishop described who was on admission hospital. She said a bird flew into her head. Yeah, she said a bird flew into her head. So as the person is there, you could see the bird is moving. You see, it's not a toe or a pigeon. It's not a, it's a spiritual bed. Are you with me? Yeah. You need to deal with these things. So I don't know why even I've given the whole church, the rest of the church, I'll give you one a month and you are happy. One all night a month and you are happy. When there are frogs, there are birds, there are lions, there are dogs. The what I've given you is minimum. Amen. Hallelujah. So, men and brethren, we need to learn to pray at night. You understand? Yeah. To confront Satan. Demons are described as strong men in Matthew 12, 29. We need to pray at night to confront. We need to speak. You know, as <laughs> I was preparing for this message, I was praying and I began to pray Binding the spirit of lateness in the church. It's a spirit, I'm telling you. It's a spirit. Spirit of lateness. Spirit of procrastination. You are waking up and you know you have to, it takes you 30 minutes to get to church. So you have to leave home at 6.30. So I get there at 7. But you, the demon begins to cause you to procrastinate. I'll bath, I'll bath, I'll bath, I'll bath. And then you don't bath. Early enough to leave home at 6.30. 7 o'clock of 3 to 7. That's when you enter the bathroom. 3 to 7. 
Three to seven. That is when you enter the bathrooms. When will you get to church? As at 7.30. There were only three pastors, apart from the bishops, there were only three pastors in the church. 7.30. And I put the message up. Pastors, where are you? It is 7.30. And I listed those who were here. Your name is so inside, means that you were not here. It's all demons, so you may think it's a joke, but it's a demon. He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart. By the time you come, we have already sung thanksgiving. We have done praise and worship. So, as you have come, you are sitting here, you have not entered his gates. You are in the outer court. Yeah. You are not in God's presence. We don't have to take this for granted. They are all demons. Amen. Yeah. Demon of laziness. Demon of procrastination. You have to deal with it. You have to bind it. Are you with me? Yeah. You are melting me. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So what are the three reasons why we should pray all night? They are what? Uninterrupted. Somebody said untermented. (laughs) Number two. Night prayers are what? Why I cannot hear you? They are long prayers. You need at least one long prayer from time to time. Very important. And long prayers is what? How many minimum? How many hours? Five hours. You may be so. I, mean, I can't pray for five hours. You can't pray. Well, we're not singing. Nothing is impossible. Yeah. With God, all things are possible. And then finally, number three. They deal with powers of darkness. Amen. So I said, pastors will pray one all night a week. Choose your day. Five hours. I remember when before I even came to work in full-time church, one day Bishop advised me, he said, I should, this is what the advice he gave me. So once a week, find time to pray for a long time. Yeah. Who remembers? You too. <laughs> so Saturday I used to pray long hours. I pray every day, but then Saturday or Friday night, I pray long hours. So pastors, one all night in a week. Shepherds, that's the minimum one all night fortnightly. Do you know what is fortnightly? In case you don't know, it is every two weeks. And then for members, serious Christians, Minimum one all night in a month. And for non-serious Christians, watch night service. Rise on your feet. I am waiting on you. Waiting on you. Patiently waiting on you. I am worried about the time. Oh Lord, Lord, I seem to find my strength while I'm waiting on you. Oh, waiting on you. I am waiting on you. Oh, 
patiently waiting on you. Oh Lord, I am worried about the time. Oh Lord, the fire. I seek to find my strength while I'm waiting on you. For the last time, waiting on you. Jesus into my life today. Wherever you are, just lift your right hand. Lift it very high. I want to see where I am. Only your right hand. Just lift it very high. Yes, your right hand. Lift it. God bless you. Lift your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life. Lift it very high. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Come to me. If you have lifted come your hand, just come to me. To come, come quickly. Come quickly.
those of you in front here, lift your two hands and look at me. Lift your two hands. I wanted to pray this prayer, but make it your own prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you for Jesus who died for me. Who died for me today? Today I declare Jesus, I declare Jesus as, a Lord as a Lord and Master. And Master life of my life heavenly father heavenly father forgive me forgive me for all my sins of all my sins wash me wash me in the blood of jesus in the blood of jesus and please write my name and please write my name in the book of life in the book of life so that one day so that one day i will be with you i will be with thank you, you heavenly father thank you heavenly for father for saving me for saving me in jesus name in jesus name amen amen god bless you for listening to this message for more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.